This is Braun Strowman, the monster among men. And you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast with your host, Rob! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the very special Goddesses of War edition of the BCP. And right now, so stoked to welcome ahead of her match at Goddesses of War to the Revenge, September 26th at Ocean Gate, New Jersey. Tickets are still available at the door, which is tomorrow, guys. Get your tickets now. Um, she is the current Monster Factory Pro Wrestling Girls Champ. She's the gift of Gab herself, ladies and gentlemen. We are not worthy. Please welcome to the show, Miss Gabby Ortiz. Gabby, what's up? How are yeah, you? Yeah, Hi. <laughs> Thanks for a few minutes. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you after just like a, a show-stealing match last time at Goddesses One against Holiday. I mean, we were blown away. Uh, there was just, you, that match got a lot of time, a lot of great spots. How did you feel about that debut at Goddesses One? Um, it was awesome. It was my first match back after like, you know, when yeah. quarantine like started. Um, so I was so freaking nervous. I was really? like, I don't remember how to wrestle. <laughs> like, like, not I was, true, not like, true. I don't remember, I don't know what I'm doing out there. But um, we were given the most time yeah. of all the girls on the show. So, like, they must have, like, trusted us with that, which I felt very, very honored about. So, um, Holiday is terrifying. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. But she's professional in her own special way. So, I felt like I was in good hands. And I was. And um, we've gotten good feedback about that match. And, like... There's obviously stuff about it that, like, if I could go back, I'd fix this, I'd fix that, I would do this different, I would do that different, but that's how you're always going to be. That's how, I mean, if you're a performer, like, if you're a sports entertainer, or an athlete, whoever you are, if I'm sure you, when you're done podcasts, you're like, oh, I wish I asked them this question, and, like, sure. you know, so you're always just going to be your biggest critique, so. Absolutely, and that's a good thing. It means you care, um, yeah. which is great. And again, like you said, that match did get the most time. Uh, you didn't look like you were nervous. You didn't look like uh, it was, you know, your first time back for sure. Uh, and we we touched on this. Um, you know, it's been a weird year. Twenty twenty has been a trip for all of us. Like we always say here, please everyone just look out for each other, uh, take care of each other. Uh, what was it like for you, just kind of during that quarantine time, that downtime? I know not a lot of people got to go to gyms and all that. Uh, we talked to talked to Pat Buck, first name drop. I'm sorry. Uh, he said your body gets calcified and all that kind of stuff. Uh, what was your quarantine situation like? It sucked. I was miserable. I was miserable. I went stir crazy. I literally like went stir crazy. I had to um, get some help for that, which I'm totally fine oh, really? talking about. Yeah, sure. yeah. I went to um, uh, I just had a hard time with it, with the adjustment and the fear. I was very scared. Uh, I live with my dad, who's very high risk for, like, the virus, if he were to, God forbid, ever get it. So, and he's my best friend, and I was just really scared for him and stuff. And then I was nervous about my careers, both my careers, because I, I work in government and I wrestle. Yeah. So, I'm like, and both those things are kind of just, like, put on hold, and I felt like, what is my purpose now? Um, and when you start thinking, what's my purpose, you start getting, like, a little existential, and then you start getting really deep, and you go into dark places, and then it's hard to come out of that. So... I had to get some help and I'm glad I did because I'm like better than I ever have been now that I've gotten that help. So it ended up being kind of like a blessing in disguise. Um, cause I was able to kind of go on this like journey of like really difficult self-discovery, but, um, I'm thankful for it and I came out better and stronger. So I'm sure a awesome. lot of people can relate to that. Um, 
or like are going through something similar and like I'm here to tell them that they'll be okay. <laughs> wow, that's that's amazing. That's really good to hear. Like, I, you know, I think 2020 has been challenging for a lot of us. And someone like you who's so talented and, and you know, it seems like you have it all. You're, you're stealing the show. Um, you know, you're, you know, just taking over the wrestling world one day at a time. Um, and, you know, you can say, like, you know, it, it's healthy for people to reach out. So that's I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, you know, 2020 has been a trip, you know, I because yeah. of life. You know, I was with my dad during quarantine at a certain time. He's pushing 70. I was super, super careful. So I totally get that. Um, so, you know, it's weird. Like uh, Nunez always says on the show, it's like things are getting better and worse at the same time. But yes. I am thankful that we have uh, have wrestling right now. Mm -hmm. um, and I did want to ask you this more, uh, you know, more fun stuff. Going back to that match, I want to talk about your gear because I believe it's Bob's Burger uh, inspired. Tell us a little yes. bit about that. <laughs> Um, Bob's Burgers is my favorite show. That's like not yeah. an exaggeration. That's not me trying to be like Bonnie or Court. Like it's my absolute favorite show. It's my bedtime show. It's my lunchtime show. It's my I'm sad show. It's I'm my ha I'm happy show. It's just the show that I put on. Um, it means a lot to me. It's been there for me. Like even when rest, because sometimes like when you're a wrestler, it can be like difficult to watch wrestling. Like, right. I and that might just be me, but like sometimes I need to like step away from it to like love it again because like I get like I'm kind of just like I have like a weird me and wrestling but um <laughs> so that's something that's been there for me when wrestling like kind of couldn't when I was a little angry at wrestling <laughs> so I get it. yeah um it's just something that means a whole lot to me and uh I wanted to tr like make a tribute to it with my gear and the creator um responded to me about it he was like this is really? so awesome did you win your match and I was like no <laughs> Was and I was great. Like, my next win is for you. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And yeah. speaking of your your next match, that's really cool to hear though. Um, I'm not familiar with. I believe it's Megan Mason coming up at at this event. Um, anything you can tell? I mean, don't give anything away, but anything about like your game plan, how you're feeling about going to the uh, into this one after a show stealing match at the Last Goddesses event. So with Holodeb, like she has so much footage out there. So, like, I was able to watch a lot of her oh, stuff. Smart. Yeah. I've seen a lot of her wrestling in person. Um, I know her. I've known, I know, I've known her for years. Um, but this girl, like, I don't, don't know anything about her. Like, she's brand new. She There's not a lot of yeah. footage of, there, of her out there. Like, all I know is she has, like, a mother, Mother Endless, as, like, her cult leader or something like that. Really? She's a social... Wow, I didn't know that. And there, like, there's something or something she's like trying to like make mother endless proud of her or something like that and um okay. so she's like i'm sure and she released like a promo about it that was like i'm sure you know you're underestimating me i don't underestimate anybody i never have like i've been underestimated my entire career and i've like shown everybody up on that you know what i mean so it's like i would never do that to somebody else because like people are capable of so much more than they even know themselves so I don't, I'm not underestimating her at all. In fact, I'm like kind of overestimating her because she might have like some screws loose in there and she might do something a little crazy. So I gotta, I gotta be extra on the ball. <laughs> no, that's, that's very interesting. And I appreciate you saying all that. I'm stoked for this. Like I said, the bar's been set very high with goddesses. That was a very special show. Yeah. Um, we did have Mother Endless on. That was probably, that or the boogeyman was probably the scariest interviews uh, that we've done. So that was super interesting. But, um, oh, you know, sure. we were- Oh boy. Um, but we, uh, we were talking about Holiday. I did want to run this by you. Holiday obviously taking on uh, Christina Marie in the cage match tomorrow night, which would be very interesting. 
have you ever had any interest or any experience being in a match like that? And is that something you'd, you'd want to be a part of? Possibly. Oh, <laughs> if yeah, the opportunity yeah. arises, I will take it. I'm not, I'm not seeking out for it. I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not one to say no to like an opportunity. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Like that's, they're both insane. Like they're both crazy ladies. So it'll be great. <laughs> I'm sure awesome. they'll like tear the house down, tear the cage down. Yeah, there. that's right. There you go. Uh, it, it should be a great event. Guys, again, shameless promo. Please get your tickets now. You know, socially distance, bring your own chair, all that good stuff. It's just, I'm so thankful to have any sort of event these days. So it's, it's going to be great. Um, so doing a lot of my homework uh, and, you know, getting ready to prep for this interview. And tell me if I'm completely off base. This is why we don't do this live. Um, I think I saw a picture of you with, like, Liv Tyler or something like that. Yeah, you from, did. From, like, a movie set. I would love to hear that story. Okay, um, you're the first person that I've ever talked to on a podcast about this because I never, I've never really posted about it too much before, like since I've been wrestling. Um, I was a child actor <laughs> when I was a child. Oh. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, not notor like I didn't do anything particularly of of notoriety or anything like that. But um, when you are a child in a movie, there's certain laws that um prohibit you from working. A certain amount of hours because of like child labor laws um which are important and yeah. uh so they have to have something called a stand-in which i go in and um they used like my hands with the back of my head like my legs my back at some point um are in the movie so she was able to work an hour earlier the next day like, it's like a weird, it's like oh, yeah. a weird loophole or something where, like, if they use another girl's body or, like, like you know, a body double, then she can come into work an hour, an hour earlier the next day. So I was that in that movie, The Jersey Girl, which is a movie by Kevin Smith. Liv Tyler was in the movie. You like Super that movie? underrated. I enjoy it. Super underrated. I love that movie. I love it, too. Yeah, okay, good. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I love that. No, I haven't seen it in I haven't seen it in uh, in ages. It's uh, since the premiere when we all went to the premiere for it, um, awesome. uh, which was super cool. Uh, and so we were filming around Halloween, and all the kids that were in the movie um, were working on Halloween, and like that sucks. You know, you're a kid, you want to be out for Halloween and stuff. So Kevin Smith and like the production staff, they were like, we're gonna have trick or treating on the trailers. So like all this, all like the celebrities, all the like J Lo, Ben Affleck, like J Lo would be hanging out on set even though she wasn't in the movie for that long. Um, George Carlin, yeah. Mike Starr, like they're all in these, this, like a laundry list of just like amazing people were getting out candy from their trailers, and the kids would walk around and That's and awesome. give out candy. And Liv Tyler, like she was my friend, like <laughs> we were buddies. Awesome. So. Um, I didn't have a costume because it was so last minute. My mom was like, oh, you're not trick-or-treating this year. Like, we're not getting you a costume. You're working. And I was like, I'm seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I want candy. <laughs> so then when she heard that, she, like, panicked and was, like, had one of the aides watch me and was like, I have to go get her a costume. So she ran to, like, Walgreens and got me a ghost face mask and, like, stuck me in her work blazer and was like, this is your costume. <laughs> I had never seen Scream. I never wanted to. I hate scary movies. But she like made it work. <laughs> that's that's awesome to hear though, and that's like extra mile that they did the trick or treating for the kids. Yeah, um, 
I actually, I got to meet Kevin a couple days ago because they opened like the movies uh, pop up in Red Bank here. And of course, extra mile guy, he just comes walking in like, oh, hey, there's Kevin Smith. Um, But that what a cast to be involved with. That's that's so cool. It was very cool. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, George Carlin. I mean, come on, the names go yeah, on and on. Yeah, I have a picture of George Carlin like putting candy in my little pail. Oh, I kind of need to see that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, a legend for sure. Um, now you talk about acting. Kind of a two-part question here. Um, is that something you would like to get get involved with again? And do you kind of ha- see a lot of parallel parallels between acting and the the circus that is the world of wrestling? The parallels are just like so obvious if you come from the world of acting and theater it's just like it's gross like <laughs> when, I, when I think about it I'm like oh I just went back to theater like I didn't it's no different no it's very it, it is different there's obviously a lot more difference to it but there are a lot of like very striking parallels as well um which is why I kind of just felt so comfortable in the business you know um because I was used to the critiques you get I was used to the rejections and um, constantly learning and studying no matter what you're doing. Um, like I study for wrestling when I'm watching sitcoms because I'm like hearing for lines, for promo ideas, um, you know, for reactions, like how would someone react to like crazy situations that happen in a sitcom? Like what if like that happens to me in the ring or something? Like how could I use that as a reaction? So you just have to find something and everything. And that's the same thing with acting too. Like you always have to be learning. Um, and theater and wrestling are just, they're kindred spirits. Um, any, anybody will tell if there, there's more people than you think that have both in their, like, like in their resume, I promise you. I just want, I'm just more willing to talk about it. <laughs> no, that's, that's super interesting. Are there any like certain sitcoms like obviously we know Bob Burgers but there any like certain like sitcoms that you love or like certain characters that you you would pull from Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock oh dude I got so many quotable lines great show uh, yeah uh, <laughs> chef's kiss me and my dad just rewatched it recently like oh, so and, I mean like there are some things that like don't necessarily hold up for like <laughs> the time we're in now but yeah you know, like, it's still exactly. so good and like Liz Lemon is just like um say I go to NXT, like hypothetically I go to NXT or something, I would change my, my, would want my name in NXT to be Liz Dexter because her name is Liz Lemon and she always had her fake husband, astronaut Mike Dexter. Yes. So I would see Liz Dexter, like if she got married to him. <laughs> that, that's amazing. I feel like we should end the podcast with like the Kenneth, like, yeah. thing that he does. <laughs> but, uh, that's it. I, I digress. So, uh, so Gabby, obviously things are going great for you. You know, you're back in action. It probably feels great to be wrestling again. You're stealing the show. Uh, I'm excited for Goddesses 2 tomorrow. Um, you know, say, you know, we always say WrestleMania is that grandest stage of them all. Say you do have that WrestleMania moment, that WrestleMania match, because uh, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, we've been doing this podcast for a couple years. Uh, I think a year or two from now, all, a lot of you ladies will be on our TVs every night. I really do believe that. You guys are doing great. Um, and I think, um, you know, if you do have that WrestleMania moment, you're coming out, what band would play you out to the ring? Fall Out Boy. Done. <laughs> you knew that was coming. Like, I, <laughs> I didn't even let you finish the question. Fall Out Boy, every mm-hmm. time. I have a Fall Out Boy tattoo. I just bought a Fall Out Boy shirt that's like an old school vintage one. Um, yeah. The other day, it just came in. Uh, they're my favorite band. They were on Family Feud recently. It was funny. Uh, oh, yeah, it would be Fall Out Boy every time. <laughs> I loved it. Did you get tickets for the Hella Mega Tour with Green Day and Weezer? Yeah. We'll wait. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait a couple years for that. Or, but 
heck of a they lineup. Schedule it for August 2021, but like who knows? Okay. Yeah, hey, we're all uh, we're all doing our best in Pram, but that that really is going to be a hell of a show. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, talk to us a little bit about, you know, we mentioned, you know, obviously, you know, I, I see a lot of you ladies being on our TVs Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it's going to be. Talk to us a little bit about um, being in that Women of Honor tournament. I was watching some matches earlier today. Oh, wow. That was, oh, that was like prehistoric, Gabby Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like it was so long ago. Um, that was my first break. That was like the first chance I was given. Um Ring of Honor is the first company, Ring of Honor and Stardom in Japan are the first companies that took a chance on me. Like when I probably didn't really not deserve it. I mean, you get, you know, you get what you deserve, I guess, um, in good ways and bad ways. And they were the first companies that like got me out there and like took a chance on me and gave me opportunities and stuff. Uh, so I'm forever like grateful and thankful for them. Um, to have like a TV style match, one of your first, like I was maybe 12, 13 matches in at that point. Oh, wow. Yeah, I hadn't wrestled a lot at that point. Like I had just gone back home from Japan. I had 10 matches in Japan. And like back home, I had only had five. It's like 15 matches in, I would say. Um, and I had a couple like little indie matches and shows here and there before that tournament. But like, I'm still very green. I still consider myself a little bit green. You know, there's always there's always room to like grow and learn. But um, thank you. I disagree. <laughs> and, I disagree. My partner would say otherwise. <laughs> he would be like, yeah. "You're still you're still green as grass." Like, um, <laughs> um, so uh, it was very intimidating, but delirious was my agent. I didn't understand a word he said oh. when he was agenting my match, but <laughs> and Christopher <laughs> Daniels helped me out too. Uh, which made me like sick to my stomach at the time because like I love Christopher Daniels. <laughs> like I was like so nervous. Like I didn't even hear a word he said. I was just like, <laughs> Daniels is talking to me right now. He's like, he's like telling me what to do in my match that's gonna be on TV. Kill me. Oh my god. Like, um, but I, I'm sure I play. I'm sure I played it super cool. <laughs> oh, and uh, Jesse Bonesaw Brooks, my opponent is amazing um i miss her dearly i want her back in wrestling because she's like a powerhouse i hope she's okay <laughs> i'm sure she's fine she's very smart and uh it was like the coolest experience ever and then like it happened a couple more times it had a few more times with ring of honor so i made a pretty decent impression and they're inching their way back they're doing tapings and stuff so i still have a good relationship with them like it's not like anything happened you know it's just their women's division is a lot smaller than other ones so sure. yeah they have but, really... uh, those were solid matches too i really enjoyed watching those Thanks. um and, and i think you know go i think the first time i saw you live was probably two and a half years ago maybe at the first standalone wrestling event um i, I think you accompanied uh, lsg yes. to the ring and i owe him a couple bucks because i remember that the heel in the match had, had thrown dollars or whatever and else she took them and started throwing them out to the crowd and i actually made some money that night so that was i owe a couple <laughs> bucks for that but uh you, you've come a long way i think you might have hit like a running hurricane rotter or something during that match uh you know a little interference there so that was I, really I, cool. I, I don't remember what i hit but i remember getting hit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there you go that's the stuff you remember um but, but not not to be cliche here um but moving forward um i mean there's a lot going on you know you're involved with goddesses 
Uh, you know, we have that title match between Adina and Mimi, two of our friends. Uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you have a match with Mimi at Monster Factory as yeah. well. I saw that on Twitter today. So what, what's kind of the goal here? It's interesting. Like, would it be uh, like short term goals? Like, would it be to get that goddess championship represent the brand? And then more so, what are also your long term goals? Uh, yeah, I want the goddesses. I want to get the goddesses. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I want that. It's a beautiful belt, and I think I would represent it well. Uh, so that's – and I have wrestled Mimi, like, a ton of times, and I think she's going to retain it for a while. I have, like, kind of a feeling that she will. Um, I don't think she's going to get my belt, though. That's for damn sure. So oh. um, I love the girl, but, like, she's like, <laughs> she's a lot younger than me. I'm a lot smarter than her and a lot more experienced. So, like, I think I have, like – I think I have an upper leg with that. Uh, she's not getting my belt. Like, I'm thinking about it now. It's, like, getting me a little upset that I have to even... I've had uh, it for so long. I've had it all through quarantine. Like, I don't... It's, like, a part of me now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I want the goddesses, but that's, like, a relatively, like, halfway, like, short-term, long-term goal, because I don't really know how long it would take for me to, like, climb the rungs of the roster to get up there. Um, long-term would be to get signed. It's, like, sign yeah. a paper somewhere. And, I mean, I think that's the goal for most of us um there's so much out there though there's so much not competition but there's just so much talent out there and stuff like you have to really stand out and really make make waves and stuff and be a good person too I think that that you know that is very important you don't want to be an asshole no one wants to deal with an asshole um so yeah I mean that's like long term get signed somewhere um I love AEW so hey yo Tony Khan what's up I'll tell you this, like, I, I love watching AEW, I love watching AEW Dark, I turn on the TV, I'm like, oh, it's my guy, that's my friend, like, and- is that I'm, crazy? Right, <laughs> and dreams come true, and that's why, again, like, I have no doubt in my mind that that all you ladies uh, are really gonna go very, very far, um, I, I, it just, it, it fills my heart just to see, like, dreams come true, and I'm like, all right, like, that's my dude, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's so cool, um, so Gabby, I do want to be respectful of your time, I have a couple fan questions, if, if that's cool with you. Bring them. All right. Um, so asking, this is always a fun one. Uh, I'm sure you've, you've faced a lot of these opponents. Uh, in a hypothetical date night dream match, uh, who, is there like a couple that you would like to take on? Like you guys would like to take on, like I'm sure you fought Mike and Allie before, uh, Lana Rusev, like you had fun with it. What's like, what's like a fun date night dream match? You know who, ha like a couple that hasn't like wrestled? Wait, have they? Have Charlotte and Andrade wrestled together? I don't think so. That's a great answer, though. I would like that. That would be like a dream. That would be like a dream mixed tag. I or intergender. I don't care. Um, there you yeah. go. There. <laughs> that's a that, that's a perfect answer. Uh, so you are uh, Philly roots, correct? You're from Philly. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're from a. Okay, awesome. Uh, oh, Nunez is wearing the the Rocky shirt today, so he wanted to point that out. Have you run the steps? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I have not. Yeah, yet, that's just but... like you, you, you like get born and then you run the steps. <laughs> uh, exactly. We're we're gonna do a marathon and then and then run the steps uh, in a couple of days. I think I, I haven't done it yet. It has to happen. Um, so also, uh, what did I want to ask you? Yeah. So coming from Philly, uh, I don't know if you're vegan or anything, but is, do you have like a favorite? Again, cliche cheesesteak spot. What's the spot? Yeah, Jim's on South Street is my favorite. Um, Jim's um, steaks. Writing it down. That's Disaster. Awesome. 
A um, awesome. little underrated, a little, some, some Philly people would say a little overrated. I think they're underrated because everyone goes for like Pats or Geno's, but like, um, that's, just, that's what we hear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't go there. Those are tourist okay. traps. Yeah. yeah that's, that's why like, I don't write those ones down. I always write down like the other, like the mom and pop shops are always yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Awesome. And then, um, just someone was asking, I guess like you did a, a like a road trip or something like that recently. How was that? That was fun. My best friend moved to California um, from here, from Philly. Uh, her girlfriend lives out in California, and they got a place together. She got a job out there, and uh, it was very sudden. It was like one day it was like, oh, I think I'm going to move to California one day. And then like a week later, she's like, I'm going to California. So she's been my best friend for 16 years. Like We've been best friends for a long time. So as soon as she said that, I was like, all right, road trip. Like, I'll take you. Like, let's go. It was no, There was no thought about it. Like, I was going to go with her. And make sure she was okay because she had to drive her car out there. So we drove out there together and got a little bit of, you know, bonding time and stuff because, you know, she's she's not she doesn't live here anymore. So it's like I, I, I don't want to get emotional about it. No, I'm sorry. But it was a great trip. I mean, this country is weird. Like there's <laughs> mountains all over the place. <laughs> like I did not know that. <laughs> and like Colorado is insane. Like, I I had never seen anything like it before. Like, I've been on the East Coast my entire life. Like, yeah, and the I went to Japan, um, and awesome. I've been to Puerto Rico, and England. I have been in England, but like, it, out of all those places, like Colorado was like probably the most beautiful. It was gorgeous. Really? Yes, it was like a sight. To, Puerto Rico is beautiful, but like, I had never seen like rocks like that before. Wow. It was crazy. It's scary a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really cool. I have some friends in Colorado, so now you got me thinking about it. That's yeah. really cool. Um, and one more cliche one, uh, but again, I think this is always a great question. We always like to know everyone's like origin story. Like, obviously, you mentioned being a child actor. What made you say, "Hey, I want to do that"? Uh, as, as far as wrestling. Um, my cat just walked by. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, cat cameo. We love the cat cameos. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, what was your question? Origin story. Um, yeah. Origin. I wasn't, so I'm going to start with, like, the sad part. My mom had passed away, so I had oh, had to, like, kind of give up all whatever creative endeavors I was doing at the time. I was in a band. I, you know, was doing auditions occasionally. Um, I had just graduated high school, so I was about to have a lot of free time. I wasn't going to college or anything. Um, but then my mom passed away, so uh, her, I had to work. I had to work. I had no choice. We had bills to pay. We had food we needed to eat, and it was just me and my dad's income. So uh, I had to kind of give everything up, and I had I. And when I was able to kind of figure out how to like get back into creative, I didn't feel like it. I didn't want to. I was sad. Obviously, yeah. I was I was devastated. I didn't feel I didn't feel it anymore. And um, one night, me and my dad were just sitting around watching wrestling and stuff, and I was like, I think. I think I want to do this. We, I watched it my entire life, but I was like, this is everything I've ever, like it's acting. Um, I love, I, I've always loved sports. I never really was an athlete though, but I've always loved sports. And I was like, I think this is something I can, I can do or maybe train for it. I don't even know how to do it. Like how do, how do you become a wrestler? Like it's such, it was like at that time, it wasn't really like public knowledge. Like there wasn't, like people weren't talking about wrestling schools, um, at least not in the, like 
the mainstream, yeah. you know. Uh, and so I looked it up on Wiki How, told you how to become a professional wrestler. And then I just followed the steps and I did it. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those like aha moments, you know, that like there's some people that have just known their entire lives that this is what they wanted to do. And then there's like me who would just like, just click one day. It's, it's absolutely meant to be, uh, again, like show stealer all the time. Uh, we're so looking forward to seeing you. Real quick, I got to ask you this. Uh, you said you were in a band, big drummer for years and years and years over here. What did you play or did you sing or what? Uh, guitar, uh, rhythm guitar, and I sang. I was the Dave Grohl of my band. <laughs> nice. Okay. That is the best answer. Yes. Very cool. Um, Gabby, thank you so much uh, for a few minutes of your time. Before we get out of here, we will get the shameless promo out of the way. I did want to ask you this one last question. Uh, what would you say to fans right now? Uh, you know, obviously, like you, you know, this has been a very inspiring interview. Uh, thank you for opening up about everything. Uh, what would you say to fans right now who are having a tough time uh, with 2020? Uh, reach out. Reach out to me if you want to. Like, I'll talk to oh. you. Um, reach out to your loved ones. Um, there's always going to be someone out there that wants to make sure you're okay. Uh, you're not alone. Uh, you, there's so many resources out there. And just talk it out. Don't keep it in. Don't bottle it in. That's like the worst thing you can do. And just know that this too shall pass and you'll be okay. And wow. I'm here for you. <laughs> Beautifully said. I'm getting emotional. Very, very well said. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, let's get the shameless promo out of the way to completely segue somewhere else. Uh, tell us where everyone can follow you on social media, all that good stuff, and merch if you got it. Okay. Um, so on social media, I'm at Gabity on Instagram and Twitter. I have a Facebook page that I think I'm going to delete soon because, like, it's been, like, getting kind of spammed. But you can like that if you want. I don't, I don't really use it that much. But Twitter and Instagram, that's where you're going to really find me where I, like, go off. That's where Gabby goes off. Gabby, G-A-B-B-I-T-Y. And if you go to whatamaneuver.com and look up Gabby Ortiz, you'll find my stuff. Gabby. And that's how you know you made it. Like, everyone's like, yeah, I'm getting rid of Facebook. I'm like, ah, oh, you're going to be on TV. I know what's going on. No, you know, I don't know anything. I'm just teasing. But Gabby, uh, this was a pleasure. Thank you for opening up. Uh, thank you for a few minutes of your time. Thanks uh, for stay safe. Me. Oh, anytime. And continued success moving forward. Thank you so much. Right. And like we always say here, everyone, on the BCP, everyone, stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We are out. Peace.